start a new series, and we're uh, in, getting into the discussion of Jeremiah, which is a big book and, and a confusing book. But we want to make sure we are looking at the feed right now, and we want to hear what people – we want to hear your comments. We want to hear your thoughts, your questions. Not that we're going to be able to answer them all tonight, but uh, we want to be able to have a conversation uh, with those that are watching live. And then those that are going to be jumping on the podcast, if you want to follow up later on, send uh, emails. You can em uh, email us at email us at info at authenticchurch.org, and uh, we'll follow up with you. And uh, we'll continue this discussion. So, uh, start a new series. How you doing, man? Good. Feeling good? Yeah. All right. It's exciting. Are you excited for Jeremiah? I am. This is a. It's a book we haven't ever we haven't done. We no. haven't tackled as a as pastoral team, or I can't even think of any book study we've done as a church. No, I'm intimidated by it. I'll be honest. Like as I studied through this, preparing for this, and I'm still preparing for it. I'm yeah. still walking through a lot of this. I would man, this is a this is an intimidating book. Uh, there's a lot in it, a lot's going on, um, but right. for those that want to get involved, you can um, uh, join the challenge. So we're doing something new, and we yeah. were, we've been talking about this mm -hmm. for a while, and the reason why we're doing Authentic Chat Podcast is that we want to take the message of Sunday yeah. and bring it into the uh, to the rest of the other six days of the week. That's right. the, what we've been talking about. One way we're doing that is we are doing the Jeremiah Challenge. So, cool. so far, every day, we've been able to send out a little snippet. Right. Of this, uh, um, of Jeremiah talking about, hey, here's some extra information. Here's some things that'll help you study the word. Um, and so we, we've been doing that, and we're, we're only three days in. And this right now is part of that Jeremiah challenge. So people can ask some questions and jump in. Right. Those that are uh, watching live. So, uh, hey, give us a shout out if you're watching live. We want to know where you're watching from. Uh, we want to know how we can have that conversation with you. So. Um, let us know in the comments. Give us a little hello. We may even should we give something away? Oh, absolutely. Some Starbucks gift cards. There you go. All right. So there you go. There's a reason some of you are going to be randomly selected. Mm -hmm. uh, a bunch and, of ears just perked up. You <laughs> said Starbucks gift card. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, join the Jeremiah challenge. Join us in the comments right now. Uh, we've only got one comment right now. Come on, get it. Uh, we got to engage. So we got uh, Pastor Jimmy's giving us a little. Hand clap there. All right. So, all right. So what we try to do is we try to take the, the Sunday's message, mm -hmm. bring it into the week. Um, so let me recap yeah. real quick. quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about that because there's one area that I really feel like we need to dive into. Um, and that is, uh, so we start off introducing Jeremiah. So uh, we, we were kind of talking before we went on air is mm -hmm. that, uh, so the, the Assyrian Empire has been in place for thousands, hundreds of years, um, and they, they have been uh, dominating the region that Israel is in. They're, they are the first, what most historians call the first empire, real Force empire. to be reckoned with. Yeah. yeah. And there, there's some, uh, um, there, there's, so every empire that follows them kind of follows in the tracks of the Assyrian Empire. Sure. And they, they're, they're gruesome. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they, they rule with cruelty and with authority. Just downright evil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we talked about it on Sunday. So if you want to jump, uh, go listen to that message. But the, they tortured the people that they defeated. They would go in and annihilate cities. They, they and they just they, that was what they were doing. Right. What's interesting though is the one city that doesn't get defeated is Jerusalem, and that's where uh, Jerusalem and Judah, which is out here. I'll, I'll show you a little. Here's a map up there. Uh, so there's the Assyrian Empire. 
there is Israel and Judah down here along the Mediterranean Sea. Israel's the northern kingdom and Judah's the southern kingdom. They divided uh, after uh, King Solomon. So Israel is overtaken by the Assyrians right as they're trying to create a uh, alliance mm -hmm. with Tyre to t come and take over Judah. So God, uh, God through Isaiah says, don't worry about that alliance and them coming down because there's a bigger uh, Assyrian empires coming in. Much bigger threat. And going to take them out. So Judah and Jerusalem survive this uh, this attack, and they're uh, through the Assyrian Empire. Uh, they, they they are attacked. The Assyrian Empire does come and attack Jerusalem, but they can't overtake it. Uh, there's some there's some really interesting things uh, historically uh, that is there. Uh, there's a really cool article I was reading uh, is how the mice saved Jerusalem. Uh, wow. From the Assyrian Empire, so it's it's interesting because both sides have their written history. Uh, the Assyrian Empire says, you know, they kind of left by choice, and the, of course, the Jerusalem says they they won and they they defeated this this great Assyrian Empire. Right, took all the credit. Yeah, of course, both sides said we won. We won. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it's all all this is playing into the fact that this is where Jeremiah is in the midst of the crisis of yeah. what is happening. And then this is at the point the Assyrian Empire is doesn't even uh, they they are they are at the peak of their empire. Then Babylon the Babylonian Empire comes in during the time of Jeremiah. So this is all yeah. happening to Jeremiah in the midst of the of this chaos. Right. So that's what we talked about. That Jeremiah was called in crisis. That's where we landed. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, we dived into it a lot deeper, but uh, I wanted to just go back and look at real quickly in Jeremiah uh, chapter one. Uh, well, just go to Jeremiah chapter one, verse four. It says, "I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb." This is God speaking to Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah's calling. Yeah. Um, so uh, he says, God says to him, "I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb." Before you were born, I set you apart, and I appointed you as my prophet to the nations. And this is the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so much in, in this verse is, is so powerful about who we are as followers of Christ, knowing that he formed us and created us and has appointed us. There's some key words there. Right. He, he knew us. He formed us. He set us apart, uh, and he appointed us. Now— I do want to make sure that we I didn't hit this hard enough on Sunday and I should have um, I uh, the a lot of times we'll take something that is said to somebody in the Bible and apply it directly to us sure so this promise that this calling that is given to Jeremiah is a calling to him and he says I have appointed you my prophet to the nations mm -hmm. uh, there is no doubt and there are other scriptures that go along with this scripture that God knows us in, in our mother's womb. He right. formed us in our, in our mother's womb. And before we were even thought of, he knew. Sure. So that's all. that all applies to everybody. Mm -hmm. And he appoints everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, he appoints us to different positions. So in this position, he says, I appointed Jeremiah to the prophet of the nations. That doesn't mean every single person is to be appointed as a prophet to the nations. Right. Now, we, you know, so that that's where I want to make sure... We get into that, mm -hmm. you know, everybody knows that. The context, way. right? Yeah. It matters. It matters. It matters that 
he is speaking directly to Jeremiah, but there are principles that apply to us. So right. that that's important. So, sure. uh, all right, we got some people jumping in and saying hello. We got uh, JD says hello, Pat and Keith Green saying hello also. Hey there, that, you might know the one uh, Becca Becca Schaefer's watching in Bolivar. You know her? I do. And Great I, gal. Yeah, and I got I got a um, a little love from my wife there. Some hearts from Jolene. Oh, so. I better be getting some hearts, Becca. <laughs> So, uh, all right, so what, just real quick, the, here we are, we're jumping in, we've got God giving a call into Jeremiah yeah. in the midst of crisis, your thoughts. First thing that jumps out to me is his reply. I think the first thing he says is it's technically an excuse, right? Yeah. Which, uh, let's just get transparent for, from, the, from the start. I give God a lot of excuses too, right? <laughs> And especially when he appoints us to do a specific task. Yeah. And he says he's too young. So I think about everything that Jeremiah was able to accomplish. And you mentioned earlier, uh, before this began, when we were talking that probably about 40 years of, of ministry, yeah. being a prophet. 41 years. But probably starting here at this appointed time with God between the ages of 15 and 18. Yep. I mean, that really puts it into perspective to think about such a young man willing to take on a task, not just to just to save himself but to save a nation yeah well and he if that's the we're going to get into that because he doesn't save a nation they don't listen to him that's true so when he's called at age 15 18 we know for sure under the age of 20 uh and he immediately gives i love the, the two excuses he says i can't speak for you and that that's uh very uh, those of you that li like to read the bible and hear some echoes in there there's an echo there uh, right away of um moses Oh, yep, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So Moses, I, can't, I can't, can't do it because I stutter, right? Because I can't talk right, and yeah. yeah. And then he adds the next one. I'm too young. So there, mm -hmm. there's the two excuses that he gives him, and so uh, yeah, yeah. The, I, I would agree. We do give God some excuses, and I love that God ignores our excuses. Yeah, because he says I'm too young, and then immediately he says, uh, Jared, God says, well, uh, uh, don't say I'm too young. For uh, you, uh, for you must go wherever I send you, yeah. and say whatever I tell you. And then he says, "And don't be afraid of the people uh, of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken." I, I love the fact. Okay, so we give God excuses, and this is where right. I, I know God's done this to me a few times. Where I would be like, well, God, you know, that doesn't work because of this, and this doesn't work. And he says, stop looking at the negative, stop speaking the negative, and, and look to me. Right. And speak my, what I'm telling you to speak. And that's exactly what he says, I've spoken. So take, stop looking at all those things that you have, all the negative things that you possibly could come up with. Yeah. And look to me. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a thing I wanted to jump in and uh, I, I really wanted to talk about because it, it for me it was <laughs> uh, he says back here I want to go back to his first point he's when God calls him he says I knew you in your mother's womb and then uh, I, I I formed you in your mother's womb before you were born I set you apart and I appointed you now we said that that appointment is um, is um, is unique to him, but yep. we're all appointed. Right. And here's what's interesting is God says, I appointed you, and I didn't cons consult with you. 
I didn't ask for your opinion of where you would be born, yeah. what position I'd put you in, uh, what kind of economic status you would be in. I, I didn't come and I didn't, I didn't have that conversation with you before you were born. I, right. I decided, and he is sovereign, hmm. so I put you there. Mm-hmm. And I pointed you that. Yeah. That's a challenging thought, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, right, right away, we like to come up with excuses. And it's not that God's even ready for the excuses. He doesn't need to hear them. Because could it be that everything we see as an excuse is actually a specific thing that he has put us within things that we can learn ex- from our experiences from our livelihood yeah that prepare us for the plan he has for us and so what we see as excuses are actually tools that god is equipping us as we go through life opposition many times is the opportunity there you go it's that, and so he's ready for those excuses because he's like okay to you that 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 seems like an excuse but let's just let's just not start there let's start with what i've appointed you to do yeah let's start from that position first yeah that's good and so god doesn't ask or say hey i'd, I'd like for you to do that you know what, what do you think about taking on this position it's just uh, i've appointed you mm-hmm. here's where you're going to be this is what i've called you to do uh but on the other side of that and what we're going to see for 41 years is for, through jeremiah is that that appointment doesn't mean it happens mm-hmm. the appointment only puts you in the spot for God to do what he needs to do. Now you're, you're, we're called to respond in, in obedience. Hmm. Which is easier said than done. Right, and I think we were just, we were talking about this earlier, and you know, just in that conversation is that you, you can, you know, the good old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make the horse drink. Right. Uh, and that is, that God put, God called, mm-hmm. but God couldn't make Jeremiah be his prophet. Wow. Yeah, but there was a partnership there that was the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It was up to Jeremiah whether or not he would answer that call. And when he did and when he stepped into it, God said, okay, but you're not doing it alone. So we're going to do this together. Yeah. We're going to do it my way. I, w- I wonder how many, and this is where we'll, I'll challenge uh, those that are listening and watching, mm-hmm. if there is possibly a... A, th- a place that God has appointed you um, that you yet have not yet jumped into in obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Whether the, it's a list of excuses or fear. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a, 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 there's a list of excuses. Yeah. Jeremiah had the list of, I, I, don't, I can't speak for you, I'm not a good speaker, and I'm too young. Uh, every one of us have... No matter what we're called to, we're going to have that that excuse, and God's calling us to say, "Stop looking for the excuse," because we'll find we'll find an excuse if we look for it. We're going to find it, right? And I, uh, if if that's uh, you know those that are listening, those that are watching, um, just maybe jot that down, put it in you know the you know I'm not yeah. listening to the comments. I'm not or I'm not <laughs> put it in the comments. I'm not listening <laughs> to uh, I'm not listening to that negativity any longer. I'm going to step into the the appointment that God has for me, and that that appointment for many people is understanding the value of where you are right now. Moms, mm-hmm. mom, moms, you are appointed to be a godly mother, to create a home that that is honoring to God, and that is such an incredible responsibility. Yes, such an important job. Yeah, yeah. 
and the teachers in that in that you you you're appointed to to be that that the teacher of those children this year that's your appointment you're you're in that position mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm going give me some other examples man I, I'm sure ultimately no matter what it is that we do I mean Colossians tells us whatever we do do it with all our heart mm-hmm. is it working for God not for man so even if it feels like we're working for the man we're working for the <laughs> paycheck or working for the weekend or whatever it is ultimately everything we're doing we're managers God has given us a task to do and it doesn't matter what that task is it's more so how we do that task mm-hmm. that's what ministry is yeah. and that's what we talked about in the in the last series yep. bridge to the unknown but it's just it's it's one of those things where immediately in our flesh our first response is okay that sounds really good but did you forget that I'm a human or did you forget <laughs> that I have to overcome a lot of obstacles and we assume for some reason that the God who is powerful enough to call us to something that seems impossible we assume that if he's able to do that we assume that he doesn't have the power to help us do the thing he's calling us yeah. to do right yeah and, and it is, it's such a it's such a uh, a difficult thing to imagine us being able to do it in our own flesh but then in reality it was the master of the universe that called us to it yeah that's powerful enough to bring us through it, right? And to take us forward. Yeah, and that transitions into this coming week because we talked about called in the crisis this past week. This coming Sunday, we're going to talk about equipped in the crisis uh, because there is not a there is no other book that God says thus declares the Lord more times than in Jeremiah. Wow. There is a hundred and seventy six times in the book of Jeremiah wow. where He says, "I'm speaking it. I'm speaking this." Mm-hmm. And so we need to step into that appointment, remove the excuses, and listen to what God is speaking into our lives. So, hey, guys, I, I want to challenge you with this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close out with a prayer. Actually, Corey, I'm I, I putting you on the spot. Would you mind praying over us and no. letting us, just no. calling us into that place of hearing that appointment and stepping into obedience? Lord Jesus, we just come before you. We thank you for the opportunity to study your word, to dive into the text, God, and to understand what it is that you are calling us to do. God, just as you appointed Jeremiah, you are appointing this church and the families of this church and the individuals of this church, God, to do something for your kingdom. God, I just pray you continue to reveal that to us, God, and as we continue to press into you, God, I pray that you would send your spirit and equip us to do the thing that you've called us to do. We thank you for who you are and everything that you're doing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, love you. Love love every single one of you listening and watching. Uh, real quick, if you want to join the Jeremiah Challenge, you can text Jeremiah to 740-265-3989. Hey, love you all. We'll see you soon.